0: Lord Varys, I, Daenerys of House Targaryen, first of my name, breaker of chains and mother of dragons, sentence you to die. Tricaris.
1: man fuckers to geek salad episode 217 shake hands with Lucille
2: I'm Andy I'm Mike
1: I'm Joe
2: I'm Catherine
1: and tonight we are talking all about the shows that for some reason or another we just it took a lot of strength and a lot of willpower to finally divorce um, this is not to be confused with an episode we did a few years ago, about like three and a half years ago, which was episode 157, um, Three and a Half Meningitis, where we uh, <laughs> discussed shows that went on a little too long. Uh, many of these shows, yes, indeed, did go on far too long. But far, it was just like, long. what was your breaking point? What was the point where you finally said enough is enough? I ha- I don't enjoy watching this show, but, um, but I, I just, I, I have to keep watching. It's like, I just, it, at the end of the tunnel, there's gotta be a pot of
3: gold, right? Right. You get sucked in and all of a sudden it's like, it's what, it that fallacy that, um, where you dig a hole, and you just keep digging deeper. Oh,
2: oh, the, uh, oh,
3: the, the, the cost loss uh, fallacy or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. I was talking about that with a coworker recently because, He's like He's got cars that are on their last legs, and I've got a car that's like, oh, I could pay $10,000 to fix the engine at 187,000 miles, or I could buy a new car in the new economy.
3: So, yeah. it's, like, yeah, it's, like, well, it's, it's like, okay, well, I've already spent all this money and time. Well, if I keep spending more money and time on it, it'll get better. It's like, yeah, no.
4: Yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, I mean, that's, that's three Stooges logic right there.
3: <laughs> right, we're in a hole. Let's dig our way out. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's the cost. The lost cost, uh, cost loss fallacy.
2: Lo- uh, like lost some, yeah, something like that.
3: Yeah.
1: So let's um let's hit up social media straight up because we got a lot of of social media feedback, which is really going to dictate the entire course of today's show. We'll start with Facebook uh, with Catherine's husband Joe who brought up Disney gargoyles got really esoteric by the end. To which Mike replied, Joe, I try not to think about that third season.
0: All humanity has to pay for what they did to our kind.
1: There is good and evil in all of us, human and gargoyle
4: alike. You should know that more than anyone. Don't you see? None of this would have happened if it weren't for you.
0: Don't say that! Goliath, this is your last chance. Humanity is a poison that must be purged from this planet. Together, you and I can create a new world for our kind. You trusted me once. You loved me once. We have found each other again after a thousand years of solitude. Does that mean nothing to you?
1: (laughs) So is it like one of those things where after like the fir- I heard the first season is just amazing. And it's just one of those shows I never watched because, you know, I was a functioning adult when it came out. And by functioning, not really, but yeah, <laughs> well,
2: The first two
3: seasons was, are amazing.
2: Yeah, it was popular when I was in college.
3: Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, when we were in college, it was like it was the thing to watch. Okay. Yeah. Kinda like for me it was the tick. Yeah.
2: Oh,
4: the tick is amazing.
2: Which which tick? Animated oh, the, tick. the, the animated. animated
1: tick. The animated tick with chair face Chippendale and uh, with with the with, with the most amazing continuity out of any cartoon I'd ever seen. Where like they actually the, like the cha is in the moon in every episode. Yep. Batman.
4: Well, Batman. Well, was...
1: they,
2: they change his name every time they they change the series. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that reminds me of one that Mike, um, our 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 co-host Mike C, who cannot be here, brought up. Another college show that we watched, X Men: The Animated Series, yep. as being a one that it, it took it was really tough for him to quit that after the Dark Phoenix saga.
4: When you sought my help, you said nothing about this madness. You spoke of creating an alternate future in which mutants would rule,
1: as I
0: have always dreamed. Then you were fool
4: enough to
1: believe me. Strike him
0: down, my horseman. Ah! I never believed you,
2: Apocalypse. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. But I... yeah, uh, I totally watched uh, 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 Gargoyles in college.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Partly just because I love. Uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, and it's like, okay, we got Jonathan Frakes, we got Michael Dorn, we got Marina Sirtis. I'm okay.
4: Yep. And Keith David. He's not from Star Trek, but he's just fantastic. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I. You know, I've been told I have to watch. I know it's on Disney Plus. I just
4: the the first two seasons are just so mind-blowingly amazing, especially the second season. It really it, could, it goes full on Shakespeare. Okay. And then the third season, the uh, original creator left, and they decided to do stuff without him, and it just kind of ran, really ran uh, off Yep.
1: Yeah, that sounds a lot. Uh, honestly, that does sound a lot like, um, like X-Men as well. Because yeah. I remember being so excited when, when Disney Plus came up, I'm going to show my son X-Men the animated series. I remember this show being the fucking bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The animation, I mean, throughout is janky. I tried getting through a few episodes of it, and it was just like, "What are we doing?" That is, it, it's just exactly what. What is the point of me
3: doing this to you, boy? That, that is one. Of, that is one of those shows that lives off more of its nostalgia than any actual quality. Oh, absolutely, Jean Grey isn't built like a normal human being should be built. Well, well, you got to remember this is Rob Leefield, early '90s. uh, Yeah, it's it's
2: it's it's also comic books. They're not drawn to be realistic. That that is expressly stated in the "How to Draw the Marvel Wake" instruction book. Right. It's like you are drawing exaggerated people for more artistic reasons. It's like this is what a basic person would look like. We're blowing it up more. So you Don't. can't blame them entirely for that. But, yeah, the, the animation actual is bad. Um, uh, the, the speaking roles, like Rogue, were uh, painful. Uh, <laughs> like could, could you get somebody that could actually try to do the accent half-decently?
1: Maybe. I'm still, I'm still just convinced that the only reason why uh, Xavier's in the floating chair is because the animators are too lazy to make wheels that actually of course, move. Of
2: course. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. He actually definitely got that from Leandra. That's, I do have that in actual comic book form. Okay.
3: Like, but, it's yeah. still, but it still makes more sense that they're going to do it. Even if it wasn't in comic books, knowing right. how the Amer- the American animation industry works. They did it because they're cheap. <laughs> Considering they, they,
1: when the when the show premiered, he's got the he's got the floating Hubbard chair, and they hadn't
3: introduced the Shiar yet. Mm. And, and and you know, you know, it did give us one of the most uh, iconic memes. You know, the, the series did give us one of those iconic memes ever. So the 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 sad Wolverine and the yep. uh, the sad uh, 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 Cyclops. Yep. <laughs> God. Scotty didn't know. Scotty didn't know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right. So that was all. Something... I mean, yeah, to go be, ahead. Um, but, you know, in, in X-Men, the M.A. series' um, defense, it was kind of my introduction into the X-Men comics. Okay. I, I really was not a comic book fan before that. And then I saw this. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I, you know, I want to know more about this.
1: Okay. So, I mean, I, I was just like, I was a fanatic for X-Men for years and years prior to that. But,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So that was all we got for Facebook. We got a ton of, actually, uh, my hat's off to our Twitter peeps. Because not only did we get responses on our own thing. People were, like, quote tweeting this to get even more and reach out to more people. So thank nice. you, everybody. So I'll be I'll be reading off names in a few. And we're going to ah. start. With our buddy, Kurt, at Swayze of Arabia, who says, I'm blanking. I can't think of any. And then goes on to list. I stopped watching (laughs) The Walking Dead, The Simpsons, Family Guy, and the last season of uh, Game of Thrones. I watched was season six. Let's break that down. So, first off, The Walking Dead, uh, which is one of my picks. And holy hell, I think I finally gave up when the... The dude with the CG tiger showed up. Oh, God.
2: That was was around the season I gave up. I am like, I like his performance, but everything else that season was just like, uh, oh, God. All
0: right. We got a full boat. Let's meet the man. Pissing our pants yet? Boy, do I have a feeling we're getting close.
1: Yeah, gonna be PP Pan City here real soon. I don't
3: know. Jeffrey,
2: Jeff- what's his face? As as. Negan was just, like, too... Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yeah. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I'm like, well, you were good on Supernatural, you were tolerable in Zack Snyder's Watchmen movie, because you were playing a wretched character, but, oh my god, you're just so cartoony. Like, yeah, he was terrible.
1: That's what we get. And I just I tried to stick it out because I was like, you know, there's going to be eventually there'll be some payoff outside of the whole the season leads to a big boss. Right. And honestly, the last good season finale they had was the one where they were trapped in that rail car. And then it's revealed that the reason they're trapped in there is because they are being held captive by these people who are literally cannib- are cannibals. Oh, yeah, the, those guys. What and, a great way to end a season. And after that, it's like, oh, God. Do I have to wait for Steven Young's character to maybe die this time?
2: Ugh. Yeah, I know. He, like, had that, that other death, which I was like, I think he doesn't die. And he came back. And then they, like, killed him by Negan. And I'm like, I'm done.
1: Yep. Yeah. By that point, it was just like, this is this is stupid. I don't I don't get it anymore. And it's just they they veered off the track of a comic book so early that I can understand it being its own thing. Yeah. You know, very, very similar to how Game of Thrones that I don't th- you know, and I'll say this straight up about Game of Thrones. Um, what's his name? Uh, Martin. George, George R. R. R Martin <laughs> has zero room to complain about how that show turned out because they followed those books pretty goddamn well until he stopped writing them.
2: Yeah. Well, he gave them, he gave them the outline of what he was planning. And then like those guys were doing so well with game of Thrones that they got tapped to do star Wars. And then they were like, Oh, we got to hurry up and finish this so we can do star Mm. Wars. And then then they they, didn't.
1: And (laughs) then
2: they they sprinted through everything. It was total crap. And... Yeah. From now on, rulers will not be born. They will be chosen. On this spot are the lords and ladies of Westeros
0: to serve the realm.
4: I know you don't want it. I know... You don't care about power. But I ask you now, if we choose you, will you wear the crown? Will you lead the Seven Kingdoms to the best of your abilities from this day until your last day?
0: Why do you think I came all this way?
1: A lot of that, though, you know, when when it comes to Game of Thrones, I honestly am going to blame HBO on that because it was a quick turnaround between seven and eight. I mean, Kurt says he ended it at season six. And I'm like, I I think I'm still really enjoying it at that point. I mean, I'm one of those I'm one of those rare people that said you can't fault all of season eight. I was on tinderhooks hooks that entire season until the last two episodes of it. The last two episodes, yes, I can understand where people are coming from that it wasn't good. I'm not going to say garbage. I didn't know where these twists were coming from. I didn't know the whole thing about, you know, I wasn't expecting Daenerys to just go full on heel, like out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, apparently apparently, it was let up a little bit more, and uh, my husband kept telling me, nope, nope, she's she's going to be one of the crazy ones.
1: He's a wise man.
2: <laughs> wise beyond his years, yes. And yes. Right, and also it was, it, but yeah, they were like, apparently they tried to lead up to it, but they didn't do a good job, and then, like, the last season was rushed.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, all in all, and I know not only is Mike going to bring it up, I know it's on Mike's list, but a few other people brought it up, too. Uh, So we'll talk about it a little bit just to allude to that. But breaking down some more of the stuff on Kurt's list here. All right. I still watch The Simpsons. I might be in that boat where Ah. it's just it's a show I can't I just can't stop watching because it's an institution
3: and that's what I kind of figured, I figured, you know, I stopped watching The Simpsons, oh, maybe like God. 10 years, 10 years ago. Yeah. And but it, it is, it's one of those shows that people cannot quit and they will always. And a lot of it, I, I think it, it, even nowadays, it gets a lot of undeserved praise. Uh, at least I Kermit- think it's it un- undeserved praise. This this
1: this show continually tops list of shows that need to stop.
3: <laughs> but it also, but it also, yeah, but it also gets a lot of praise. I'm not saying just from like the media, like you know, you know, critics, right? Like fans in general, like if you if you find a hardcore Simpsons fan, they are a hardcore Fin Simpson's fan, and will yeah. if 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 you make even the suggestion that they stop, they'll, they, you know, it's like you're asking them to kill their baby or something like that,
1: mm.
3: you know. But I will say this though about the Simpsons. You
1: know who loves the Simpsons right now, like current Simpsons episodes? My daughter. My daughter loves The Simpsons. So there is still – and I'll admit, it, it's is—it's nowhere near as great as, you know, their their pinnacle of seasons five, six, and seven. Mm-hmm. But there are still usually a couple of solid laughs in there. Um, you know, at this point, yeah, I'll be sad when it's gone, but I'm not going to be like, oh, man, it's so unfair. Fox cancels all the good shows. <laughs> Speaking of which, Joe, I know this one's on your list. Kerb a family guy. Almost done, Stewie. Do you have an email address for our mailing list? Uh, no thanks. I'm about to kill myself. Stop the procedure! Look,
3: Stewie, I know I've been hard on you, but it's only because I've been struggling with my own mortality. What? But you're perfectly healthy. Stewie, I celebrated my 10th birthday this week. In dog years, I'm 70. It's all I can think about. That's the age people shrug at when they see it in an obituary. Wait, Tio, you're seventy? Do you get regular peels? You look great. Ah, uh, it's one of those things that I should have quit it as soon as Seth MacFarlane stopped writing for it in 2010. But it's like one of those—it's it's a habit. It, it really has become a habit. It's that—it's that, it's that it, Sunday eight o'clock is the last thing I'm thinking about before I go to bed, and it's like, well, I just need that little bit of relaxation before I. Stress out about work the next day. So it's like, oh, okay, I'll just throw the family guy on. Yeah. Got a couple I, of my
4: coworkers still watch it.
3: Oh God.
1: I you know what? You know what did it for me? I, I didn't stick with it like, like painfully stick with it. The episode where um Stewie beat the shit out of Brian because he owed him some money. It was a Tom Brady episode. Yeah, And it, that episode was the one I'm like, okay this is not funny at all and i just i stopped like cold it's like i could have i could have done the thing where it's like yep it's gonna keep watching until it gets better and i just at that point i'm like okay this i it's officially distasteful to me now
3: yeah even i mean it's even though i still watch it there's a it's, it's some aspects of it are still so problematic it's like why am i doing this to myself <laughs> but i just can't like i said it's just it's it's a habit now it is just it's a habit i can't quit it i don't know why hmm. it's frustrating it's comforting in a certain in a weird sort it's of way It's comforting yeah <laughs> it's that well like, like i said it's that last it's the last like vestige of the weekend right you know right like, this is okay the weekend's ending. This is like the last thing you do on the weekend. The that's last what John
1: Oliver's thing. for, really.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I can't stay up late enough to Yeah, I Donald. can't stay up
1: that late. Yeah, no, can, that's, you know, that's a Monday thing.
2: Just, I watch it on a Monday evening,
1: yeah. Yeah. SNL is like my Sunday night thing now. <laughs> so, um, do you have anything else to, to, to talk about with uh with Kurt's list? Here anything more about The Walking Dead or The Simpsons or Game of Thrones or anything.
2: Mm. We, we could do a whole episode about The Walking Dead, man.
3: Oh my god! I mean, you know what? I, mean, I, I think I watched like the first season because Diane was wicked into it for a while. Yeah, that was the first season. But again, I'm one of those people that when The Walking Dead first came out, I was like, "Oh my god, the zombie! The zombie genre is just so overdone. I don't need to watch this." So I, I, I never could get into it. Really, I never really gave right. the show a, a chance. Yeah.
4: I think it. Sorry, Mike. Zombies have never been my thing, so I've never watched a single episode of it, and I'm quite happy about that, I think.
1: Yeah. It you know what you're probably doing yourself a favor by not watching it. It's um I mean the thing is is that I feel like the first three seasons really were good high drama. There's a lot of good twists that you weren't seeing coming. The whole thing at the um I think was it the end
2: of season
1: two? It was the one where um oh, God, Rick reveals that they're all infected. Oh, right, right. Well, that and it's just like the way he, he brought it up because they're just fighting. He's like, we're all infected.
2: Yeah. Well, he learned that, at, like, at the end of the first season.
1: Yeah. And he held it for That's, the entire second season. Yeah. And then the, the prison... I, I think season three might be the best one where they were in the prison and you got the governor. And that was... That was the high point. And then from there it's like, okay, let's just needlessly kill off people. Hmm.
2: So. Yeah. I stuck it out for a long time and then it was it, it just got to the point where I'm like, I can't I can't deal with uh, Negan going who? anymore.
1: Oh God, he seriously, anybody who names their bat Lucille, it's like you're just asking for what's the reference to that? Is it a car? Is it something from some, like, douchebag greaser thing from the 50s? Please tell me. I want to know. Ugh. Ugh. All right. So, Ugh. Kurt, thank you so much. I'm glad that you weren't drawing that much of a blank. Um, so, moving <laughs> on, we have a Nerd Crusade podcast, at Crusade Nerd, who says, Doctor Who, Jody's first season was a minefield.
3: Have you got family? No. Lost them a long time ago. How
0: would you cope with that?
3: I carry them with me. What they would have thought and said and done make them a part of who I am. So even though they're gone from the world, they're never gone from me.
0: That's the sort of thing Grace would have said.
3: So everything we saw ...everything we've lied to people about. Is this normal for you? I'm just a traveller. Sometimes I see things need fixing. I do what I can. Except right now... ...I'm a traveller without a ship. I've
0: stayed too long. I should get back to finding my TARDIS. Doctor! Can I just say... ...you really need to get out of those clothes.
1: I, I, I haven't watched. Okay, I haven't watched the Jodie Whittaker.
4: Um, I really like Jodie. Okay, um, I have. I, I, will, I will. say her first season, not the strongest. Her second season though was fantastic. the The okay.
2: reboot of Doctor Who lost me during the Matt Smith years because it became the Amy Pond show, and I'm like, I'm here for the Doctor. I'm not <laughs> here for Amy Pond, and. I got really tired of every female companion busting after I'm like, This isn't the show I remember. There was sexual attention, there wasn't all
4: oh, that that was the point of uh, um, Donna. Oh, Donna was yeah. never- Donna yeah, was Donna- the sister.
2: Yeah, she was she was the obnoxious sister and that was good. Um, but like River Song, tedious as hell. And then, like, the Amy Pond part, I was like, that was when I quit. That was when I quit the new series. I was like, I give up.
4: I I genuinely like Clara. She, and Clara came after Amy Pond, but...
2: Yeah, Clara Clara seemed good. I saw a couple episodes with her, and, like, eventually I'll get around to it, but I'm like, yeah, it was just... Yeah.
1: And I, you know what, I can see the thing with Doctor Who that makes it unique is that Whenever they introduce a new Doctor, it's like they're just doing a new series. So yes. it, it, it's constantly giving itself a fresh slate.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's that's something you can go back to and like, okay, now I'll try it again. You know, fully right. 15 so, yeah, times. If
3: yeah, if there's a certain Doctor you don't like, okay, just wait it out a, a year, a couple of right. years, and then you'll see somebody new. Exactly. You know, like, I wasn't the biggest Matt Smith fan, so I just waited it out until they brought in Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I need to watch the Peter Capaldi episodes, and I I do want to watch the Jodie Whittaker episodes, Uh, among other things. She she slaps in uh, uh, a oh god, I'm going to blank on the on the movie now. (laughs) The the one she did Attack the Block. Yeah, she's in Attack the Block.
4: Great movie. Great movie. That's
2: great. Yeah, I saw that at the sci-fi movie marathon, and and I was like, when when. She became the doctor. I was like, she looks familiar, and I went and looked it up. I'm like, oh, I know this lady. Yeah.
4: It's got both, uh, both Judy, Wh- Jodie Whittaker, and um, uh, John Boyega. Yeah, yep. that was
2: where I, I first saw John Boyega, and it has Nick Frost for all his old people. Yeah, there
4: you go. <laughs> and also the um, the kid who played um, half of Starfire in Legends of uh, Legends of Tomorrow is in there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so um, moving on, we've got uh, comic book couples counseling, which is at CBCC Podcast. Who uh, quote tweeted us with, um, "We can drop a TV show in the first sign of trouble, so this isn't really an issue for us." The closest we could think of was that sort of fits this concept is the X Files, although we even like those last few seasons
0: they are telling us to come out
4: sure We wants to make it easy for him the cartel owns the cops in this town. they're to kill us
0: they're going to try take cover it won't be long before they get tired of waiting so we're partners huh how long have we been working again not long but we've known each other for years they're giving us one minute What's the name of my son?
1: It's weird. It's the only thing I can remember is I have a son. I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, that's I it's a bold statement. There was a time when we were like, does this even matter anymore? Or are (laughs) we just watching it to see it end? I mean, quite honestly, the biggest slog of the X-Files is the second movie. And I, I
2: kind of on X Files after the first movie, like I watched it a little longer, and then I'm like I'm out.
4: No, yeah, I, I still I watched the X Files from the start till I think I made it to the season that did not have David Duchovny. <laughs> oh had, God, the um, Robert
1: Patrick seasons. Oh yeah, have Robert? Patrick I,
4: <laughs> I I I, could, I don't think I made it through that season. I did watch the movie, but that was that was pretty much it for me. Yeah,
0: I,
2: I tried an episode from the Robert Patrick season because I'm like, well, I like the T-1000 and uh, uh, Lucy Lawless was showing up as an alien. So I'm like, I'll check it out. And I'm like, man, this is bad. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: all right. So um, we've got a few other people who responded to that uh, quote tweet. Uh, Dana Andra at Dana Andra on Twitter says the one that I can't give up despite most of its original characters leaving the show NCIS
4: which one? <laughs> yeah. that's the thing with those procedural is shows is that they have such a rotating cast but it's always pretty much the same show let it's me the ask same you that question exact. does it even show. matter? Okay, no so it does not
1: me, I'll, Joe I'll go you one further Everything on CBS's one-hour drama uh, series, they are all the same palette. I think they use the same writers. You—it's almost impossible to distinguish one CBS hour-long drama from another. The same <laughs> color palette and stuff like everything. Everything the it's, same. It's all and it's all flat. My, you know, and the reason why I know, my stepfather loves the shows on CBS. My stepfather is also seventy three years old. Oh, that is so that
3: is that is that is boomer television if ever there was was. Yeah. And, I mean, and you know why? Again, it's one of those things. It's comforting. You know what you're gonna oh, yeah.
1: get. It doesn't right. expect you to it's not stretching you the way that like some some dramas that we watch, like succession. Succession stretches you. It is an endurance test because it's so well written and it's just so frenzied. Versus, you know, sitting there watching friggin' Blue Bloods or NCIS or something like that. and just
3: It follows the same template yep, same every formula, single time. Yep. Every, you're like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs>
1: I, I mean, to- I,
4: I stuck with the original CSI until until uh, Gil left. And, yeah, when they went into the season with. um, Oh, uh, Ted Denton? Uh, no, no, before that. Oh, dang.
1: On, it's okay, man. Mike, because you know what the thing is, we're not going to dispute you on it because chances are, you're right. Even you're if probably you're right, yeah, a, so we're a, a different
4: <laughs> show. He was, he was he in Nightmare on Elm Street for three. Robert, okay, great. Robert, Robert England? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, he was also in Pee-wee's, uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. He was... Lawrence
1: Fishburne!
4: Chris. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne, yes. Okay. He, he was in there for a season. He replaced Dill, and it just it, it didn't work for me. Ugh. God.
1: Yeah, that's a show that just it just seriously just needs to be taken out somewhere and just have it like look out at the at, at the river while Gary Sinise loads a gun and into the back. You
4: know? Oh, his his series ended quickly, <sighs> more quickly than any of them. I think. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He didn't last
4: very long. Well, except for uh, CSI Cyber. Ooh. Oh
3: Jesus Ooh. Christ!
4: Yeah.
1: All right. So um, Dana also brings up Game of Thrones was easy to drop. Well, once it became obvious that it was a torture porn, uh, was part of the supposed appeal. The Walking Dead was a planned drop after reading what happened to Glenn in the comic. Once Negan appeared, I was done. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think those are the prevailing yeah. thoughts on that. Yeah, that
3: seems to be the consensus. Is when Negan appeared and when when everybody found out what Glenn, what happened to Glenn.
1: Yep. Um. So then we've got Umar H. Soares, born in Brooklyn at Umar H. Soares. Ha! Which one didn't I?
2: Lost. Oh,
1: I, oh I that's, that's a good yeah. I
3: through with Lost. I powered through that one. I, I, watched, oh, I, watched,
2: I watched all of Lost, but I agree. Some of it got very tedious.
0: days ago
3: you asked me why I came back to the island I need to find Claire
2: I thought maybe if I could catch up to you you could help me and then maybe if we could find her and bring her back to Aaron then maybe all of this wouldn't have been for nothing I'm
0: sorry. I never should have followed you. What's time?
1: Um it I got, just No,
3: you know what? It got very tedious after the uh, I think maybe the second season.
1: Oh, the second season is weird.
3: No. Like we had this so the way but it, was, had, but, but it was it was weird in a good way and like you didn't know it, it was like Okay, you, this this has possibilities. Then it just went off the rails. Yeah. Cuz then it's like, okay, now we, we have no idea. We have no idea where we're, where, where we're taking all these, you know. We don't know what the has ideas.
1: has an amazing way of creating concepts and no way of finishing them. No. <laughs> it no, really is it's true though because like I wanted to like that finale. I really did and I was I was just like it just became appointment television for us, whether or not we liked it. Right, and it was right. just tough to continue watching. You know, and then there was the episode with the uh, the two the two people that nobody cared about. And Then they just like buried them in a ditch somewhere and never <laughs> spoke about them again.
2: That was that was kind of funny. Oh, and and the guy that got exploded by the uh, the dynamite.
1: Oh yeah, oh, God. oh yeah, him.
2: Is it East Summerlander? Yeah. Did he
1: show up on, like, one of those CW shows that never got canceled because it's a CW? I have,
2: I have no idea. But I, like, for Lost, I'm like, I understand. I totally understand anybody that quit it. I stuck it out. Um, like, I got into it because of my coworkers, and I followed it, and I was like, this is fun. And I got I got through to the end, and I was like...
3: It, it almost felt like you were... It, I felt obligated to watch it. It's like, okay, um, uh, it's like... Uh, I got I'm not, I don't have any confidence that they're gonna like work out any of these details. But I gotta watch and see what happens. Right. Like, like you said, well, Andy, he's he's great. He's great at creating concepts. Not so great at falling through with them. Well, quite honestly,
1: too. I mean, you can
3: think of Lost
1: is probably like one of the last great pre-streaming service appointment, appointment to, television yeah. shows. Yeah. I mean, mm. it was. It was. Ba- it was just. It was just. Just network. I mean, you could still do your appointment television with stuff like The Sopranos, which also slogged, um, but yeah, I think that that's really the case with Lost. Uh, Umar brings up Game of Thrones. The Shield is an interesting one, because I, I feel like there mm. was payoff at the end of The Shield, but you have to sit through two unbelievably shitty uh, <laughs> seasons before you get to the great final season. The, 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 I have never been, there, there's only a hand, but we can all agree on this. There's the, really, it's, it's rare when you get a satisfying series finale, yeah. and The Shield is one of them, it's heartbreaking, and you feel, like, a sense of justice at the end. So, mm. I don't know if any, anyone else besides me watch The Shield? Mm. I did
2: not, but I, I actually know what you're referencing. Okay, and well, that's good. I, I really enjoyed... Oh, God, what was that superhero show that he was on? Uh, it only lasted, like, half oh, a season. Oh, The Family. The Family. Yeah. I loved... I Like, have, having seen all those commercials for The Shield, I loved him in that. I'm like, oh, you're stretching. I yeah. also played uh, in, like, one of the Fantastic Fours. He was the thing. Yeah.
3: The thing that he wants to be remembered for. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <And>, oh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm like... I liked seeing him, you know, after seeing all those commercials of the shield, I liked seeing him in the family. Cause I'm like, Oh, he's the, like, he's the like really, you know, emotional pinnacle. I love this.
0: Yeah. He,
2: he did a great job. And I am like speaking of shows, I would have liked to see go on more.
4: <laughs> I agree. Actually. I, I did enjoy that.
2: Yeah. Oh. That was a great show. Mm.
1: All right. Umar also brings up Dexter. I, I've never seen an, episode of Dexter, but from what I understand, it's one of those things, It just like The Shield, just like Lost, you have to see it through to the end, even though it was just, it was just um, reduced dividends by the end of it. It's well, not It's
2: not over? It's not, yeah, over.
1: not the I end. Know, <laughs> not, no, it's not. I know, it's, it's coming back. No, it has to. They, they've already
4: premiered the first episode of the next season. Okay, well I do not shot in fil- this
1: that, Yeah. Yeah, it filmed at a bull run. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, shot in this but, area too.
2: But yeah, I I saw like an episode or two and I like listened to a couple of audiobooks. I'm like okay, I get the sense of it. I'm done. Hmm.
4: John is okay. It,
1: so. Okay. <laughs> Jonna is enjoying it, so. Oh,
2: cool. Yeah. All
1: right. Uh, he also brings up "Orange is the New Black." Uh, so glad Diane Guerrero is better known as Crazy Jane. I this was, I I could agree with that. Like it was more like we. I, I have two TVs in the house, but I always say that I have one TV in the house because one TV is down in my basement. I never watch it. Usually, it's the upstairs TV, you know, in the comfy, you know, the comfort of my living room where Autumn and I can watch shows and she loves Orange is the New Black. So I started watching it with her. Um, I don't feel like, I mean, I felt like there was definitely a dip in quality, but not enough to be like, why am I
3: doing this?
1: And then uh, Umar closes out with, I watched every episode of uh, Adam West Batman when I was a kid. I wasn't that impressed. (laughs) Watching until the end is totally a geek thing.
4: Lock it up good and tight, Gar. The Joker's on the loose again.
3: Don't worry about him getting in here, Batman. No, sir. Once I get these doors locked, the museum is burglar-proof. No one could break into it. Come on, Repp.
0: Ready to lock up, Mr. Harvest? Coming!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come, my comic cohorts in crime! <laughs> Come, (laughs) Oliver! Come, Stanley! (laughs) Come, Ernie! (laughs) W.C. Fields, come!
4: I I watched that when I was a kid on Channel sixty eight, I believe.
0: Yeah. Oh God, yeah. yeah.
4: And um, yeah. It. it I mean, for, when I was like, you know, ten, eleven, it was fantastic. It oh yeah. When you're, when you're when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, holy
3: shit, this is awesome. But now, yeah. like, oh, okay, why am I doing? Why would I do this to myself? Yeah. Well,
2: I was when I was a kid. Like, I when I found it, like we stumbled across it on the internet. Uh, the internet. God damn it, Channel sixty eight. Uh, <laughs>
1: Otherwise known as the Internet of uh yeah. of, of lower 80s.
4: UHF TV. Other, yeah. Otherwise known as the New Hampshire channel that barely came in. Is that the one with Al Caprillion? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. <that's, laughs> that, that was 50. fifty.
3: That was fifty.
2: 50. Okay. <laughs> I, I might have watched it on fifty-six, but like when I caught it, I was too old to appreciate the the just goofiness of it, and too yep. young to understand camp.
1: Ah. Yeah.
2: So, so that was I was like. <sighs> Not in a good place to appreciate it. It is really fun. I have co-workers who really love it and like share memes of, you know, share memes or just share like short clips of like Adam West running around going, there's no good place to throw a bomb as he's like trying to get rid of this bomb that's gonna blow up stuff and like he goes over here and there's a bunch of nuns. He goes over here and there's a bunch of children. He's like (laughs) I watched it when I was a kid.
1: Like when I was a really young kid. It was I don't even know what channel it was. But that was like my introduction to Batman.
4: Yeah, like I, do, I just remember every single episode. Like there, were, each episode was like a two-parter, and yeah. every every first part ended on a cliffhanger. So every time I'd watch it, I'd be like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? not like it doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> 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 well, what yeah.
1: sucked too was that when they, when they were rerunning, they were showing them out of order. Oh. Uh. <laughs> But I remember too when they brought that back in '89 to capitalize oh, yeah. on the on on Batman '89, <laughs> and it was like I'm watching it and I'm watching it with my mom's old boyfriend uh, Tom, and you know he's waiting for me to notice it and he's waiting for me to notice it and I'm like, does the Joker like is he got makeup on over a mustache? <laughs> yeah. and, and Tom would like just. Quite- Yes!
4: Oh, Cesar Romero couldn't be bothered to shave his mustache off. Yep, exactly. He refused refused to do so.
2: There's there's a story of them going to an orgy, and, like, they didn't realize what they were getting into. And uh, Adam West and Cesar Romero went, we're just going to stay in character and leave.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's move on here. We got John Lamont at uh, JTL2.net. Uh, I was at Supernatural. I described some of the seasons as wandering aimlessly in search of a plot, but there was something about the show I couldn't give up on.
4: And it's not like you even really care,
3: because Sam's right. The apocalypse, the first go around. With
4: Lucifer and Michael, you knew everything that was going on. So why the games, Chuck? Huh? Why don't you just snap your fingers and end it? Look... And every other bad thing we've been killing, been dying over... Where were you? Have it your way. (laughs) Chuck. Jack Stop it Stop it
0: Jack <laughs> <Zach>. Hey truck Jack <laughs>
3: I, I agree. This, exactly. Let's yeah, open this up was one of my ultimates.
2: <laughs> I stuck through this until like I haven't seen the last season or two, but I did stick with this for a very long time.
3: Yeah, me, you, and me both. It's just like I think, I think, I think around season five or six, it's just like it started to become a slog. It's like, oh, uh, why am I doing um, this?
2: Well, see, season five was the end of Eric Kripke's vision.
3: Yeah,
2: six I thought was tolerable and then they were like trying to work on it and you know and this is around the time that people were like oh you know Vampire Diaries is entering that's the last of the, the WB and I'm like Supernatural is still around and I kept watching it for years <laughs> I know, probably because Jared Padalecki pretty as hell okay. um, <laughs> and I stuck with it and I watched it and I kept watching it and then it was just like you know, when my husband, uh, my my two B husband moved in, and like we watched it for a few more years, and it just got more and more ridiculous. And also, the other problem was like the last year or two is like appointment watching was flipping hard, <laughs> and the the CW's app was not great. Hmm.
1: So yeah, that was
2: that was kind of why I fell off. And I'm like, I only have one more season to go. I will watch it eventually.
4: Oh, um, I feel oh, Andy. Yeah. Uh, Vampire Diaries is the series that Ian Summerholder went to.
1: Oh, okay. Another one that I think. um, Went on too long, but I mean, the thing with the thing that I think makes some shows more painful in terms of the quick factor is the fact that most network TV is a 23 episode run. Yeah. Versus, you know, like it's. Quite honestly, a ten episode run of Game of Thrones, I could blow through that. That's yeah. why, like, what I what I saw, like, even some of the Netflix MCU stuff. It's like these are thirteen; these don't need to be thirteen episodes. It's hard to get through all of this Iron Fist, which I never finished, so gave Neither up did. on it pretty pretty fucking quick. I didn't even bother with the second season.
4: I made it through the first season. Have not watched the second season.
1: I did the second. I did the first season. I got through that, um, but yeah. All right. So we've got Jeff at J Rivers 1984, who says, I dropped the last season of Once Upon a Time since it completed everything in season six. And honestly, some drop plots in the series left uh, me annoyed. Mm. Fair
2: enough. That, I, I completely, like, I watched uh, Once Upon a Time Absolutely voraciously for seasons, and then eventually I quit. And to the point where I'd forgotten it existed. Thank you for reminding me, because yeah, I, I so made right it
4: the so four, first, sure. I made through the first four seasons of that one before I kind of drifted away. I, but I didn't really. I didn't find it a chore to get through. I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back to it.
2: I I enjoyed it, and then it just got. I was like, at some point, I got tired of it. I'm like, this is the, we're, we're we're pushing my limits. This is tedious.
4: But yeah, I think in the, season six, pretty much the entire cast left, and they get swept, swept it out.
2: Yeah, but but it was it was definitely enjoyable for the years that I watched it, and then I hmm.
1: gave up on it. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, so then we've got um, Knights of the Living Podcast at Knight of the LP, who brings up True Blood. That all
0: of them? I think so. What
1: the
4: fuck are you thinking, Sookie? Don't answer me, do not Just fucking talk, all right? Swallow any blood? What about your eyes? You getting in your eyes? Just shake your head yes or no. Fuck! Help me wash her off in the river.
2: I'm on
3: it!
4: You... What the fuck are you thinking, huh? Tell me I ain't good enough to protect her and you are and this is what you come up with?
3: It was her idea, Alcee. I've known her long enough not to try and change her mind. Yeah, go on.
4: Tell me about Sookie like I don't know her. And I swear to God, I will fucking kill you. Andy, behind the tree!
0: couldn't, or one of us My could turn in for you, but we would have to do it.
3: No. you sure, sir? So?
0: I've been down that road before.
1: I just went off the rails after season three, but I held out and hoped that it captured the magic again. It didn't. <laughs> All right. And I, I will go on record and say... Anybody who brings up the, the series finale of Game of Thrones, might I direct the court to the series finale of True Blood? I have never wanted to throw a heavy object at my television more. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like we were watching, Autumn and I watched it, and I felt deflated that I rushed back from a cookout to watch it with her.
4: And it's oh, just like that's it. That is th- th- that's it. Yeah, I um, I made it through the first two, maybe two and a half seasons of True Blood, and then I just I dropped. But thing is, I did buy every single season on Blu-ray. I'm still uh, them, looking at them right now, and I, I just I've never gotten around to watching any of the last four seasons because I I don't really care anymore. It's they just they, their, their issue
1: was they introduced far too many characters far too late into the into the run to make it worth anything.
4: Yeah, and a lot of the characters they introduced in the beginning were really not that likable. Yeah.
1: So, all right. Um, so then we've got hostile environment podcast at uh, podcast underscore hostile brings up Lost. Because we're going to be bringing up Lost, totally buzzed at totally buzzed UK brings up Pretty Little Liars. I wanted to quit, but I couldn't. I had to see it through.
2: Uh, my brain is numb from all those cop questions. I don't think I'd be
3: here if it wasn't for A. He killed Ian to keep you here. I'm sorry, but that is not a comforting thought. A gives so she can take. We know that. So what's the bitch gonna ask for? Whatever it is. I don't think we can afford it, Spence. You didn't—you didn't see anything. I saw a black hoodie, black boots, and gloves. Well, I think it's safe to say that A is not Jenna. Are we sure? A sees everything, Hannah. I'm starting to think we should tell someone about her, him, it. What's the worst thing that can happen? A knows all of our secrets. Yeah, if people find out, we'll always be those girls who blinded Jenna Marshall. Wow! Oh you. Uh, yeah. It's uh, more power to you.
2: I watched I, I, I watched a couple seasons of that, and then like again, it was one of those. It's too hard to figure out how to watch it, and I stopped caring. And I <laughs> I did I did read like the the write ups in Entertainment Weekly about how it ended, and I was like, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it was. It's tough. I, I I didn't watch any of it because you know it held no interest to in me. But I do understand. Um, I do understand. It's like there was a through plot where you were going to be promised. That's right. It's like it's like sticking with Twin Peaks to the end of season two, even though they revealed who killed Laura Palmer four episodes into the into the beginning of season two. <laughs> There's still 10 episodes left. What the hell? <laughs> so we've also got uh, JVD at Villains Demand who brings up Terminator, the Sarah Con- Connor Chronicles.
3: There are those who believe that a child shares his mother's hopes for his future. But what if you known what his life held for him? That his fate was tied to the fate of millions.
0: That every moment of your life will be spent keeping him alive.
4: I can't keep doing this. I'm not who they think I am. It's going to
0: be a goddamn dogfight. Run! Run!
2: Oh my god, I, I tried that.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's about two make, episodes make in. <laughs> I, I didn't make it past the first three episodes.
1: Yeah, I I, th- I watched the premiere and I'm like, all right, I'm done already. And a lot of it just has to be um, a lot of it ju- is just because the entire premise post T two is stupid. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it fair. doesn't make any. It doesn't matter what you do. The future is what to make of it. it it's stupid. The whole the whole premise of anything continuing after T two is dumb. Yeah. Um, so then we get Jesse B at, uh, Jay Biss, who brings up Friday Night Lights. Uh, last couple of seasons were bad, but I couldn't give up on Coach Taylor.
3: We can either win together, or we can lose alone. Clear eyes, full heart.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize it ran for more than two seasons. I want to say that was on for, like, five. Wow. I, I, I never
1: watched a frame of it because it's just not my thing. Yeah. But... Um, then we got J.D. Olivia at J.D. underscore Olivia, who brings up Smallville. I yeah, want
2: from that season up. until the season finale.
0: I ask you to remember one thing. Your abilities may be of my blood, but it is your time in Smallville with Jonathan
4: and Martha Kent and all the people there that made you a hero, Colin.
2: I watched, I watched from pilot to the end.
4: I watched through season seven and then I just, I, I, I just couldn't do it anymore.
2: I, I watched it all and I don't regret a minute of it.
4: Oh, good.
1: So there was a satisfied customer then.
4: I, I think <laughs> I still have the last three seasons on I'm DVD or Blu-ray though. <laughs> there was at why least one. buying these things? If you're going to watch them, why are buy buying Because I'm O C D and I have I wanna have a cool full collection.
1: Okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. It's not, but it... <laughs>
2: <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I I can understand it. There were some painful times and oh, the lawsuits. Um but <laughs> Oh yeah, Chloe turned, turned has been a great disappointment in, uh, yes. in post times. But
1: oh yeah. Huh? yeah, let me ask you guys:
3: How do you feel about sex cults? <laughs> <laughs> you know who won't brand you into a sex cult? <laughs> Um, the, Lois Lane. The, good, the, uh, the goods and services, uh, that support, <laughs> the, support show? this no, podcast. No, fuck
1: those goods. We're talking about the products and services. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, no, goods, goods are no good. But yeah, no, Lois Lane <laughs> won't do, do you wrong. Watch out for Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did, I did, uh, enjoy, I, I, you know, I was really sad when Jared Padalecki left, uh, oh God. No no no, he left Smallville and went on to Supernatural, which is why yeah. I stuck into that.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: I, no, I, I stuck through all of Smallville for the, all ten years.
4: Yeah. God bless you. I was on there for I want to say the fifth fourth or fifth season.
1: I I don't know. I watched maybe the first episode
4: of it.
3: Yeah, I, I watched like the first season. And I was just like, eh, okay.
4: Actually the first season is one of the weakest.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, yeah, well, the, I mean, the thing that turned me off was the whole, you know, no cape, you know, no, cape no flight thing. Yep. I'm like, well, okay, well, why would I want to watch a show about Superman where he's not flying or anything?
2: Because that's how he was in the original comic books. He only jumped big. Yeah.
1: God. Flash you, forward, I, I ten, can, flash forward to 10 years me? later.
3: Um, totally. I am totally going to do that. You are mansplaining Superman to me. Holy shit!
0: <laughs> no,
3: no, she's not mansplaining. She's um, actuallying you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I. You know. Yeah. Well, you know the funny thing is too is that you flash forward like 15 years later, you know, 15, 20 years later, and all of a sudden it's like all the Snyder boys just want to turn Superman evil.
3: <laughs> and I blame it all on Smallville. Well, hey, he
4: did turn Can evil I, in the second season. Also, I mean, of course, season, yeah. Of also, course. also,
2: the relationship between uh, him and Lex Luthor in the series was really great.
4: Yeah. Okay.
2: The, the the actors performed it really great. It was fun.
1: Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's let's move on then. Um. To Mr. J, at Mr. J, N-O-S-O, brings up freaking Dexter, picks me off so bad I'm not interested in new blood. <laughs> Makes sense. That's what I've heard from a lot of people. Um, what else do we have here? We, we've got more. I'm just trying to figure this out. As I'm scrolling through the – because of the like the, the, the quote tweets, I actually had to go through like all of my notifications for this. So, all right, we've got Camille Hostetter at uh, It's Camille, uh, with that, uh, which is Camille H. Buffy, Heroes, and Criminal Minds are a few that I held on to for dear life. Um, so, Camille, <laughs> Buffy, I can I I, I, all right.
0: C- Camille, I, I commiserate with,
1: with Heroes. I can totally commiserate with Heroes because it was like a divorce when I finally was like, please just let this series end.
2: Oh, my God. It I, went on for
1: far—three seasons was too much.
2: I I was so devoted to Heroes. Not only did, like, I watch it, I actually, like, got all the comics, because they had comics that they did online that mm-hmm. you could download and read. And it actually gave background to the characters, which did influence my perception of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, and, and so there were things that I picked up that, like, if you didn't read the comics, you don't get this little five second scene, and it was fun. And all right, Zack Snyder, whatever. whatever. Yeah, no, and <laughs> eventually it got tedious and and bad, like after season two. Yeah. So and, I'm not I'm not a Buffy
1: fan. I've made that patently oh. clear. Was this one for for you, Buffy guys? That was like there. There was that point where you're like, "Am I just doing this until it ends?"
2: Um, I don't think so. Uh, 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 Not too bad, though. Like, I just go ahead. Uh, uh. Well, I cared too much about the uh, ancillary characters. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, as much as I, you know, I watched the show. Buffy mattered less than Willow and Xander, and so the season that the season finale featured Willow and Xander was amazing. Okay, great writing, and and like you know, yeah, Buffy can beat the shit out of everything she wants, but what uh, Willow needs is her best childhood friend to talk her out of destroying the universe. Right, and. Like that was moving, and then it kind of went downhill from there. But I, I, stuck it out through the rest of the seasons. I've seen the comic books. I haven't really paid a lot of attention. Yeah,
4: there, w- there wasn't really. I mean, there were a couple of like weaker seasons, but I don't think there was ever really a a significant enough drop of qual- drop in quality that it really kind of totally turned me off the series. Yeah. Okay. I know.
2: And, and, and you know, like, you'd have a weak season, but they'd have some strong episodes in there. Yes. Right. Where there was, like, you know, and it was part of, like, you were saying, you know, you have to have 22 episodes for American television. It's like, if they only had to do 10, they could have scaled it back to just the important stuff.
4: Right. You
2: know? Right. I mean, like
4: the first and, season, they only 13 episodes.
2: Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a season filler. It was a half season filler. Yeah.
4: And it's like
2: if you if you didn't have to pad the story, it would have been stronger.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: And in terms of
1: criminal minds, see also everything we talked about with every CBS show.
4: And again, Jono really enjoys a lot of those.
1: Okay. Every every <laughs> procedural ever, yep. Right. Well, you know, Jonah does live with her elder mother. Yeah. So that might be part of it. Um,
4: mother loves Jeopardy.
1: okay. <laughs> no. You can't not give you know, you can't give up on Jeopardy. It's a new episode every time. Alright, so our buddy Dave McLean at McLean Dave says, I have seen every episode of Scrubs.
4: Medicine is
3: Well, it's a dead career. Thanks to insurance companies and malpractice lawyers, you have absolutely no hope of finding a rewarding or satisfying profession in this once noble field. The only exception to this very true rule is the following. If you are lucky enough to go to a great medical school, then my children, you got a real shot.
1: You poor bastard. I gave up on Scrubs. I I gave up on Scrubs hard for no reason, honestly, it wasn't a dip in quality or anything. It was just like, just stop caring. Yeah. But I, I it's that's saying something because when they brought in like all the the new, like the new interns and stuff, it was just like, and by that point, Zach Braff was insufferable. Garden State had just come out, and I'm just like, all right, no, no, I'm done.
3: Yeah, I can't, see, I can't see you anymore. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> you're creepy. No. <laughs>
3: All right, so then we've got uh,
1: the Bricked Pit podcast at Bricked Pit, who says, Red Dwarf got squirrely around season seven. The comeback on Dave TV has been stellar.
4: Holly, when is this? Where am I?
3: It's Monday, and you're in a corridor. (laughs) Anything else I can help you with? Are you still senile? I've never been
1: senile. (laughs) I was a dancing cabbage for a while. <laughs> but I'm over that now. Turned out it was some corrupted files.
4: Um, well, actually, Red Dwarf was on my list. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I've got... Oh, I've got seasons one through eight on DVD. I'm looking at them right now. Uh, seasons one through four and five are some of the best TV ever. Uh, six, it's got some... Still good quality episodes, but it's starting to run off the rails rails a little bit. Uh, seven and eight, it it really starts t- taking a dip, and uh, yeah, and then they get to an episode where actually they bring back Red Dwarf with all the original crew, and that's when I I just I, I fell off. Uh, okay. it, it just it, it, the jokes weren't landing as much as I thought I was hoping they would.
2: Save me a kipper. I'll be back in the morning.
4: <laughs> I'll be back for breakfast. <laughs> I still love that line, though.
2: <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen that, but that one was great.
4: <laughs> okay, Kipper, our have got breakfast.
1: Nice, nice. <laughs> it's just a show that I... I, I it's like... you. I missed the, the, the getting-off point, or the getting-on point for it.
4: Well, well the getting-on point is episode one.
1: Yeah, I understand that, but it's just like...
4: <laughs> the
2: end!
1: It's yeah. like, when, when people were recommending Arrow to me... And they're recommending it to me after season three. And, again, just like any other network TV, it's like, that's a lot of TV i need to watch. I'm yeah. just not going to watch any of it then.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, Arrow is another one where, it's, it's not on my list, but. Well, you can
3: say that of any modern CW show.
4: Yeah, I,
3: yeah.
4: I, I stuck around, I stuck through Arrow and The Flash to about the same time on both of them. Yeah. Oh, spoilers, Mike. Spoilers. <laughs> oh. uh,
2: yeah, well, you know, the CW was like, the Smallville did good. Let us more.
4: Hmm. <laughs> you know, I was backwards, too. Arrow is started really, really strong. Amazingly strong. And yeah. same thing with The Flash. And
1: um, all right, well, you know what? Why don't we just do it? And thank you, everyone, um, for the social media feedback. We really appreciated that. We will be paying you back in um, mentions when we, we launch the episode. But Mike, you brought up The Flash, and that is actually on my list.
3: You don't get too close to him, all right? The radiation he's emitting is too hot to allow you to self-heal. Yeah, thanks for the heads up.
0: What am I supposed to do? How do I stop him? I can't stop this!
4: Oh, damn. We need to call cool him now. Killer Frost. Great. Well, go turn.
3: Well, that's not how it works. I can't just snap my fingers and make her appear. It only happens when I'm scared or angry.
4: Oh, good Lord. Caitlin, Caitlin, this city's
3: about to explode. Everyone, everything you know and love the birds, the trees, the fish,
4: the puppies. Puppies are going down because you didn't want to show up for
1: work. I gave. Yes, it is, (laughs) actually. I, um. I, I really tried. I wanted so <laughs> hard to like this show. I was done about halfway through season two, and I stuck it out, I think, until season four. Yeah. yeah. The constant, all right, who's your villain? Oh, it's another speedster. Oh, here's the time force. And then you add in the friendship is magic aspect of everything. <laughs> And I was just like, I'm fucking done. Can we please stop this? Like, okay, here's the Flash, and here's his his crew, his pit crew of people who are also blessed with abilities now. Because God forbid anybody be a normal human being.
4: Well, I mean, they, they were normal human beings, and then they may eventually gained powers. The cellians did the for for, yeah, for me it was like when 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 you could kind of set your watch to the flash scenes where hey he he starts off oh he's met so another speedster who's faster than him and then by the end of the scene by the end of the season hey now I'm faster than you and I beat you and then season two rinse rather than repeat season three rinse, rinse rather than repeat
1: yep and it's just it's one of those things that because it's the C- I feel like we're spending a lot of time shitting on the CW but. Maybe they deserve it because they do deserve they don't, it though. they will not if, if they can get it through the first five episodes, they're never pulling the
3: fucking plug on it. and but that's the problem is the is, the, is like in each of the shows we mentioned Smallville aside because I didn't like the first season <laughs> the, the, <gasps> they're for, like the first season or two are are great seasons. But then it just goes off the rails. Right. You know, now I, I and it's funny because that having been burned by ECW before. I'm not giving Superman and Lois a, a, a shot because I'm scared that it's going to do the same thing. And I've heard amazing
1: things about it. But again, it's the same thing. Like I went through, I think, the first half of Supergirl and decided I, I just can't. I just can't break. I can't put myself through the same thing. I did with the Flash, yeah, and
2: I, I think I it's,
1: love it's, Melissa Benoist. I really do. I think she's yeah. fantastic in it,
4: I But agree. everybody
1: around her sucks.
4: Mm, I, I like—I like her sister. I've actually been a fan of um, the actress that played her sister since she was in that '80s show. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> but yeah,
2: yeah, no, I think I think part of it is like you know. For most of what they do on the CW, they are they have a very specific, very focused uh, target audience, and we are not it.
1: Nope. Nope. We are far too old. For some of us, it's our children who are technically that
4: audience now. Exactly. So See, I, I loved Arrow, but I, I thought it should have only lasted five years because you know, each episode was kind of a combination of present day and flashback. And he was on the the island for five years, so flashback should have only lasted five years, and then it ran for seven seasons. I'm like, whoa, where did the next two years come from?
2: Well well, talking back to uh, uh, the Simpsons, how old is Bart? Right. <laughs> well, you know what that <laughs> <effort> <laughs> puberty. Well, the
1: thing with the Simpsons are they have made jokes about that since the fifth season. That nobody gets older, and it's it actually is like it takes an act of Congress to make something change like those five seasons where Barney was sober, you know, <laughs> it's. But all right, so let's let's look at some of the stuff on our list. So we mentioned earlier um, our, our host, Mike C, could not make it, uh, but he mentioned X-Men, the animated series. He also mentioned All in the Family. And that's one that's like. I don't I know that his parents are huge into were huge into the 70s sitcoms but I, I can imagine that after Edith died it's like okay am I just watching this now to see if he just drops dead or what what's going on <laughs> And then uh, Mike's uh, fiance Hillary brings up Grey's Anatomy which I think if you're still watching Grey's Anatomy right now you're you're in it to win it, Wait, is it so <laughs> it's just It's still, it is still on. I know people who still watch it religiously (laughs) for no other reason than it has just become habit.
2: Yeah. Is it like Dr. Sexy?
1: I don't even know if Dr. Sexy or whatever his name is, you know, Dr. Hot Dick or whatever is still on this show because I don't know if anybody leaves this show, if it's like the CBS stuff where people just leave for... One reason or another, and then they replace him with another aging actor. I, I don't know. I don't know. So we get a few to uh, close out the show with. Who wants, to, who wants to start us on some of the stuff we haven't talked about that was on your lists?
4: I mean, I'll I'll start on. All I'll right. go with the entire go reason why we why I suggested this show in this episode in the first place. And that's because of the Titans Oh my god Mike, fuck that show
0: Bruce No, Bruce Bruce, wake up man
4: I saw Bruce's future, Jason What the fuck did you do, Dick? Batman was going to break Kill the Joker Take down Gotham with him He trained you too well,
3: Jason You could break just like him
4: you need to be put down, too. <laughs> Fuck that show. So, God oh, no, no. hard. You're not even in the worst part of it. No,
1: I'm not. I'm four like, episodes the, in.
4: Yeah, the first, half the first season is not good. It, it, it tries so hard to be edgy that it just fails miserably at storytelling. Um, but... Once you get past that, like, the second half of the first season isn't too, too bad. The problem is this show just reeks of being written one season at a time yep, by different writers each season. Because they'll bring up a plot point in one season that completely gets uh, negated and ignored in all later seasons. They'll bring up characters that you never see again. You know, they, they steam the start a plot line, and then they just toss it out and just ignore it. Um, and they, you know, they they spend entire episodes building up to a single plot point that's like going to be so big, and then they completely negate that plot point in half an hour.
3: Oh and, God!
4: I mean, the the writing on this in this series is stupid, so mind blowingly stupid. But th- th- there's something about like, there's something about the char- some of the characters. I I like I mean like Starfire I I genuinely like her character I did she she was actually the one I was most worried about seeing all the trailers and yeah. I saw, saw the show and so I really like her um and I mean you know like uh, Robin slash Nightwing I, yeah I like him even though it's like this, they do so many stupid things with this character oh I. <laughs> I don't know why I like the show. I, I still haven't watched like the last three episodes of the latest, the latest season. But no. they're, they're signed for a fourth season. So I, I don't know why. Because, like I said, the writing is just so stupid. <gasps> but it's still around. And I'm still watching it. And I don't oh. know why. It's, you know, I can
1: see why, you know, the thing is with that show, Mike, because I just started watching it pretty much in service of this episode. And it was like, I can watch another episode. I can watch another episode. And I'm like, why? why I've done nothing but text Mike <laughs> complaining about this show and just how dumb it is. They introduced a character that you think is going to be a pinnacle character that they kill in the second episode.
4: They ruined Doom Patrol, which is a show that I love. Well, I mean, technically they started Doom Patrol.
1: They started Doom Patrol. But even still, it's like, if I had seen that first, I would have zero mm. interest in Doom Patrol because of how they portrayed them. Um,
4: yeah, I mean, like, they spent the entire first season, like, like this. this team just seems to be coming together. And then it reveals they reveal in like the first episode of the second season that oh wait no no there, there was a Titans before this that they've just never mentioned or never even brought up before. Oh my god! You know what? And the, the
1: thing with the show is too, and this is what drives me nuts about it is because we are so established with the Teen Titans cartoons. You know, regardless which one you want to go with, I, you know, and I, I've made no secret that I love Teen Titans Go. I think Teen Titans Go! is fantastic. I wish that we could consider Teen Titans Go! to the movies an official part of the DCEU because it would easily be the best thing they ever did. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I do remember back to the old 80s days of the Marv Wolfman, HB, you know the, the Titan, Teen Titans. And at this point now, it's like, when did you guys start fucking? Because that's the next thing. So maybe oh, no. that's, in the back of our minds, we're just waiting for the fucking to start. Oh, but, I so. Andy,
3: Andy, I mean, it's... There's always been, even back in the Marvel Wolfman days, there's always been a thing between Starfire and and Nightwing and Dick. Yeah. I mean, that was a cornerstone of a lot of those comics. Right. <clears throat> I think my issue with, with Titans is... It's, again. It plays off way, way too much off the Snyder template, where everything is just everybody's broken for no reason. Yep. You know, and it's like, you know, Batman is, you know, you know, and, uh, as much as I love the actor who plays Batman, it, you know, make Batman fit. a broken old guy. You know, basically, not a good fit for Batman. Ian oh, no. Glenn? Ian Glenn, No, and yeah. make it. You know, and 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 basically, he's ba- he sh- he's Bruce Wayne from Batman Beyond. Yeah, what it yeah, is?
4: I, I, you know, you see Batman a few times in the first season. Starting mm-hmm. season two, you net you see a lot of Bruce Wayne. You don't see a bit of Batman again, right? Oh, Colin's
1: Gotham, another show that like, why am I watching this?
4: <laughs>
3: it like, was well, like one of those things. Like, okay, w- where's Superman in all this? I mean, we know there's Superman because there's a Connor Kent, yep. but, you know, it's like, you know, Superman was supposed to be this, it, this world is so bleak that Superman must be nowhere to be found. He must be just like, <laughs> just hold up Same in a barn. Joe, found. he's the big bad. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you know what? It would not surprise me if that's what they did. <laughs> we we did it there's Wonder woman evil. Evil. We know there's a Wonder Woman because there's one girl. But yep. we
3: have never there's, seen. Right, there's Donna Troy, so yep. you know a, a, a lot of what makes the Teen Titans comic book series great was that you had all these sidekicks to the main heroes making their own, trying to make their own way, trying right. to get from the under the shadow of the name heroes, but still kind of leaning on them as mentors. You know, not have everybody have daddy issues. Oh, Jesus
4: Christ. What, what actually hurts me more about Titans, though, is that uh, like when I was in the middle of, re-watching, of watching the second season for the first time, mm-hmm. I got I finally decided to start watching through Young Justice for the first time. And Young Justice is doing everything that Titans is trying to do, but they're doing it right. They do it better, and they do it better. Oh, they're doing it yeah, I'm I I just finished up the third season. I'm waiting for the fourth season to accumulate a few more episodes before I get into it, but it is so
3: good. And the and the, and, and you know, the thing with Teens and, and I don't know why I'm still I you know, I started watching Titans and I don't know why I'm sticking with it because they yeah. did, they're, they're doing Jason Todd dirty. They really are. I mean, no, Jason I haven't got my far favorite, yet. but yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's a a ma- him. well, they've made him so completely irredeemable. Yeah. That's like which is not the Jason Todd from the comics. I mean, yeah, Jason Todd in the comic books is an asshole. Yeah. And he he is he is always at odds with Batman and Dick and you know and Damien. But at the end of the day, he's still trying to do what's right. He just has a you know, very different opinion of how it should be done. Mm. This guy is not there's no redeeming quality to this Yeah. Guy. Plus
4: plus uh, he looks way too young to be having sex.
2: And yeah, he does, but he's older than six. It <laughs>
4: yeah, doesn't. He doesn't uh, look like it, but he is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, my joke was sick as fuck. let everybody know that joke was sick <laughs> as fuck.
1: <Yeah. laughs> I just, you know, just for for me watching it, it's just been this. There's just so much. Like I can see the thing is. First of all. The show looks good. It's got a, a lot of money behind it. You, mm-hmm. you can tell it's got a lot of money behind it. But my god, they're trying too hard. That just like the, that dubstep like s- theme that they use It's just why? Why? Why is this what you chose? And a lot <laughs> of it is because you know you've got to show that dark and gritty and broken thing. It's just, it's just. Ugh.
3: Every well, everybody's trying to be an edge lord these days, and it's just like, uh, yep, Ed- yeah,
2: edgy works, right? Yeah, okay, it, it works in focus groups, yeah, right? Now, no, and again, if no, you no, go back awesome. and you watch,
3: go watch the Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is delightful, right? And the, and that subject matter, Doom Patrol is a lot darker, but they, yeah, it's like okay, hmm
1: but uh, I move on from this but oh my god I'm glad we all got our Titans uh, feelings out of the way here thank you Mike um, <laughs> Catherine it's <laughs> one of the shows on yours that you had a hard time quitting
2: Babylon 5 put me on with him and give me
0: firing control this is the White Star Fleet. negative on surrender we will not Stand down.
3: Who is? It? Identify yourself.
0: Who am I? I am Susan Ivanova, commander. Uh, daughter of Andrei and Sophie Ivanov. I am the right hand of vengeance, and the boot that is going to kick your sorry ass all the way back to Earth, sweetheart. I am death incarnate. And the last living thing that you are ever going to see.
1: I never watched the second of this. You guys just just talk.
4: I I only made it through the first season. I never watched more than that. Yeah, same here.
2: God. Okay, so you you only watched the first season. The first season of the original Babylon 5. uh, They're getting rebooted. Uh, The original season of Babylon 5 was Terrible um if like if you want to get into it start with season two you can eventually watch season one to get some context but uh, don't don't watch season one and to get a flavor for it uh but like uh, michael J. straczynski had a five season vision And after season three, he was told, Oh no, 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 you're, you're getting cut off. You have one more, one more season to go. So he's like, okay, I'm going to cram all of my, my season one, my season four and season five into one season. And then another station was like, we'll pick you up. And he's like, uh, 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 I have to write another episode then. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah. And it was like, it, it, filtered into his storyline, but he hadn't actually thought about writing it and most of it involved telepaths and we're talking about the nineties and the actors they could afford. So mostly <laughs> telepaths squinted and it was dreadful. There were like there were a handful of characters that we cared about and it didn't go well. Mm. But, but like, the characters we cared about, they did have storylines in the last season, but it it was sort of, like, jammed in there. Okay. But, but, yeah, I I got introduced to it, and then I was faithful, and I watched the rest of it, and I have shared it, and yeah, it's... The acting... The acting is painful. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, Michael J. Straczynski getting to tr- give it another go.
4: But they're rebooting it? Yeah.
2: yeah. They, are re- they are rebooting it, and uh, we live in a modern age where we expect more from our actors than, like, serial commercials.
4: <laughs> well, <laughs> some of us do. <laughs>
2: So I'm ready to give it another try. But yeah, Babylon 5. Okay. I appreciate it. But the last, the the final season of the original series was very painful.
1: Oof. Joe, what do you got on your list that hasn't been discussed already? Archer. Archer. And that's what would have happened if you had hired Cloud Beam Marketing. Hi! But you didn't. So? It didn't. <laughs> Which is why you're broke. No judgment.
3: Really? Because I judge it. Said our largest expense. Hey, alcohol is a group expense. Seems like we should have cut alcohol before our health plan. Eh, vodka disinfects cuts. Well, I miss my dark science budget. The hell is dark science? It's basically science but darker. I'm sad the wall art's gone. It riled my
2: loins. What doesn't rile your loins? Enough! We're not here to waste time or
1: prison toilet scotch. We're here because these ranting buffoons think they can solve
2: our problems. One of her better introductions. Real talk. The espionage climate has changed.
1: Your old spy model just doesn't work. Hello, dinosaur. Meet asteroid. But that's where we come
4: in. Hello, dinosaur. Meet marketing. Are they...
3: and it pains me to say this because yeah. that was one of those shows that I absolutely loved. But this new season with Archer coming out of the, the yeah. coma, it's a it's a slog. It's like especially knowing that um, uh, Jessica, uh, Just, oh, yeah. Jessica. Jessica Walter. Jessica Walter passed away yeah. and they're like using recycled lines to do oh, her
4: like they did it with Chef on
3: South
4: Park. Yeah, but the thing with Chef on South Park is that they did that on a purpose, and yeah, they did it for comedic or for effect. Yeah, no, oh,
2: that's hard.
4: Well, no, it's 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 well done. It's like you don't know, but they,
3: you know, it's like okay, and you know when when Archer was in this coma. It was they had so many opportunities to be creative and they did they took they took the show to like weird you know different new weird places. but now it's like, okay, well, now what yeah happening? and it, it, it you can tell they're struggling to find stories to tell.
1: I you know honestly Joe, I stopped watching <laughs> that once they started moving away from yeah. like I like the season that they did where they were kind of like doing the Miami Vice thing after Isis had yeah. shut down. But after that, it was just like, ah, oh, I don't think I can do this anymore.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things like, okay. You, you, I, I, you kind of watch it because you, I enjoyed the one-liners and stuff like that. And the yeah. interactions between the characters. But the story themselves is like, they're, they're not fun stories. It's just like it's, A lot of the magic is like really kind of gone.
1: Right, exactly, because most of the fun stuff. Ha- I mean, there's only so much you can go with how disgusting Pam is, and you
3: know. right, we we yeah, we we know Pam is an oversexed pig, so it's like okay, right, right, right. Uh, it's like okay, we know Doctor Krieger is you know is is a you should should have his own episode of Behind the Bastards, It's kind of right, like, okay,
1: exactly. <laughs> but, but you know, we got a great line from him, though. You know, stop. My penis can only get that erect. You know, so erect. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know. It, it was, it was, it was one of those things where, like, I think for me the re- main reason why I gave it up was there was an issue with my DVR not recording them, and it was just like, okay, I'm fine.
3: Yeah, it's like okay, I don't need to watch it then. Yeah.
1: Good. So, all right. all right. So on my list, I have one left on here, and that is Outlander.
0: No place
3: in the working of this corpse. I swore an oath before the altar of God to protect this woman. And if you tell
4: me you consider your authority to be greater than that of the Almighty, then I must inform you that I am not of that opinion myself. The first man forward will be the first man down.
1: And the main reason why I haven't given this up yet, because as, you know, I mentioned earlier, my wife and I do watch a lot of shows together. And um, as long as she continues to watch this, I think I will be continuing to watch it as well. Uh, But my God, I think the showrunners have mistaken that constantly putting your main characters through like the worst trauma is a great replacement for actual character development.
3: Trauma porn.
1: It literally is. I mean, in in in, in the course of this series, um, every main character—there uh, are four primary main characters. Three of the four have been raped at some oh, point. Um, you know, and it's done primarily just to motivate another character to do something or to. You know, be good. more aggressive about something. That's safe. That's good. I'm cool with that. But it's like that it is their so that influenced. is their default. That is just their default to keep you like sad and wondering if somebody actually survived something or not. I Did anyone actually read any of the? You know, I'm mainly looking at Catherine here. Did you read any of the books?
2: Like I have the not- Outlander <laughs> books. Or? I have not read the books, I have not watched the show, but my stepmother, uh, hi, Sharon, uh, she watched the show and she expressed pretty much the same opinion you did, did that's like, oh, there's uh, rape trauma again, here we go.
1: Yep. That is, that is our one
2: setting. Yeah. It's like, so. we d- we don't care what gender you are, or how you identify, we're just gonna, like, torture you, and then that's your character building. Have fun!
1: Right. Right. But, you know, it's there's just a lot about it where I'm just like, I I just wish the show would just not be, like, they just forget to start producing more episodes of it. I really think that's the only way to stop watching this show. (laughs) So, um... Mike, what else? do you have anything left on your list?
4: Yeah, I got one more left, and it's Are You Being Served? Me? i <laughs> 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 like to show a bit of leg, dear.
3: <laughs> Looking through here, it's just like a scene from Dallas. <laughs> what about me, Mr. Grace? You promised you'd put me in it. That was a different conversation altogether.
4: <laughs> uh, I love Are You Being Served? It. it ran for ten seasons and if you watch like, the last like three or four seasons you can tell they were just they were just going all right what can we have them go through now uh the story's being robbed okay and and they're they're being held hostage okay yeah let's go with that uh, and they, they just go with like these just really weird plots and it just it really kind of falls off the rails a little bit. It's still enjoyable to some degree, but it's not nearly as funny as the first few several seasons. And then, not only that, but after the ten seasons, they and, they, and then they ended, they did a sequel series called, uh, if you're in England, they called it Grace in Favor. If you're in America, they called Are You Being Served Again? And that ran <laughs> for two seasons. And it was pretty much most of the original cast were then sent out to the English cu- countryside to run, like, a bed and breakfast. And where I'm not really sure why. And they started, like, they, they reused a lot of the, you know, they, they, there were many jokes about um, Mrs. Slocum's cat, and, um, you know, M- Mr. Humphreys, is he gay or not? He has to sleep in, sleep in a bed, share a bed with a uh, young buxom woman. But nothing ever happens because he may be gay or not. You never know. <laughs> I, but it's just like, there, there, there's still some enjoyment to be had. But it's like if you really want to watch the best of already being served, watch like the first like five, maybe six seasons at most. And then eh, you can keep going if you want. But they're not as good.
1: Right. Yeah, I just it was a show I can never get into because it was just like, just in terms of like the shelving of of British comedy, it was just just not something that really appealed to me because I I always had Blackadder or something like that.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean Blackadder, I mean four seasons and every single one of them is a gem. So yes,
2: also also uh, working retail is a little too close to home.
4: Yeah, that too. Yeah. 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 That Actually, that, that made, I used to work that, in a department store. That might have made me enjoy it a little bit more than I than most people would have.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
4: uh,
1: all right. So, Catherine, why don't you close this out? I think you're the only one here who doesn't have you, – you've got, like, one left on your list.
2: So, have we talked about Mad Men?
1: We have not no, talked about no, Mad I, Men. I, and I'm, I'm, I might have to disagree with you on this, but continue.
4: I Remember, clearly. Cutler said the leave of absence was to give him time to think. I didn't want any more rancor. Is that what you thought,
3: that we fired him? Not necessarily, but I did expect to revisit the topic after some time as a group. Well, here we are. Let's take a vote. I'll speak for Ted. And I'll speak for Pete.
1: All I can say is that Don is a very talented man, but how does he fit into everything now? This is working.
0: Besides, we're still mopping up the damage he's done.
3: I do not like the way this agency is spoken of out there. You don't think that's because our creative is invisible right now? One nomination. Lou didn't put in anything he couldn't tag his name on. He barely worked here last year. Lou was adequate. I think it's more important we discuss Harry Crane. Harry Crane? He's gone. Anything else? This agency is too dependent on creative personalities. You're still talking for Ted? If we want people speaking about this agency, what they should be speaking about is our media department. We need to invest in a computer.
2: Uh, I hung out until I have not watched the last season. I'm going to get to it eventually. But there was a point at which it was like, I don't care enough anymore.
3: Yeah, there's only only so much of watching... Don be a man-whore? That's just like, yeah, you know. okay. You know? And, and and the thing is, like, every time you're waiting for him to get caught, he gets caught but faces no serious consequences. Right. In fact, yeah. there's actually a scene where he is treated to a threesome because of it. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, somebody who's like, give me the full dawn," and it's like, what? And, like, yeah, the woman who's like, I want the full experience. I've been heard about you. And he's like, gets mad and leaves. And like, he does all of this and cheats on his wife and it's like, once his wife actually gets up, you know, does anything, he's like dismissive of her. Is,
1: I think it's, there, there is a point in the show, though, where it stops being mostly about Dawn and it moves over to Peggy. Peggy is such an intriguing <laughs> character.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Peggy's kind of intriguing briefly until she like stabs her boyfriend because they live they're they're trying to Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then she goes on to uh uh you know um oh for God's sake's brain come on catch up
1: <laughs> I know it's late
2: it is. It is very late. Uh, uh, I'm so close.
1: It's okay. Take your time. Handmaiden. Oh yes, Handmaid. uh, Elizabeth yep. Moss.
2: Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth Moss, who was like in uh, Fences, and. Uh, Picket fence.
1: Okay, picket fence. I, I I don't know what you're talking about,
2: picket but fences. it was a dumb. It was a dumb show. Anyway, oh, okay.
1: I just I, I don't know. There's just something about the show that picket fence. I I, I could I could because it was it was appointment TV. It was it was fun to watch. I love that era, and it, it, there there was that point though where. Um, they. I think that when when they ended it, I didn't feel like it was still a slog to get through to get to that ending. That last season had its moments, mm. but I yeah,
2: I I still haven't watched that last season. I'm like, I'll get to it eventually, but I don't care about the characters enough anymore to bother.
0: Mm. That's, That's fair. That's fair.
2: They they got they got pretty tedious at the end. It's like okay, yep, all right, yeah. Like, can you just can you just get together already and stop denying your love? And...
0: <laughs> <sighs> oh boy!
2: You know, I love the early seasons, and part of it was just the fact that the the channel airing it like put in commercial breaks that were like, we're going to give you. Scoops on the advertising industry from that period.
1: Yeah, and the closest thing we ever got was that um, Canada Dry ginger ale is made with real ginger.
2: Hmm.
1: <laughs> I would actually. I'm. I'm interested in going back and trying. Cause I didn't. That's not a show that I think. I feel like I should need to go back and watch again. But
2: maybe I will. Yeah.
1: See, maybe this time because I can see where things are coming. I mean, it's it's a very di- the first season is very different from the final season, just in terms of how attitudes change and how you um, just just the eras. There, that's a large swath of time between season one and the final season, which I think was like season eight or something. I yeah. don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know.
4: I think I watched the first episode and never never bothered oh no. continuing.
1: I'm it just endlessly intrigued by it.
4: It's
2: it's definitely not your thing, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a funny thing where, like, Sarah Konig uh, mentioned the fact that they made a reference to it on Mad Men and mispronounced her father's name.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was. It was primarily. I watched it primarily because again, it, you know, it's like Outlander for you, you know, because yeah. It was like Diane watched it, so I watched it. You right, know? right, right. So, so I did have, you know, I, I will admit, you know, the, you know, Chris, Christina Hendricks made it worthwhile for me every once in a while.
1: <laughs> well, of course, oh, yeah.
2: Christina Hendricks is amazing. Let us see her in uh, Firefly and John Hamm. I have seen him in some uh, rare ass stuff, and he is great no matter what he does.
1: I love John Hamm. I think oh, he John is just, He is just. He it, it's choice. amazing. It, how is a guy that handsome also that funny
3: is really just the,
1: I just, it'll never, that science just match up.
3: I he, know why he, he, he has comedic chops. Oh, he he's absolutely kidding. does.
4: I, I know why he's so funny. Cause he, used, jo- he uses John Ham's John ham. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: he can eat the bathroom. Ham and bubbly <laughs> me and my partner, Michael bubbly. You are skating on the thinnest ice right now. Um, <laughs> It is, he is, he is brilliant. I love, I just love when he does anything for comedy, especially like in Bridesmaids and everything, but, but he's what kept me going on that show. He really, he really yeah. was. He was fantastic. And Absolutely. I love Elizabeth Moss and I love John Slattery. So.
2: But John Slattery's a local boy, so we have to love him.
1: Of course. Actually, I think John Ham is, as well. Hmm. Not as much. I, I, or maybe he attended a local school. I don't. I don't know.
2: Yeah, so. But John John Slattery is is definitely a local boy.
1: Yeah. So, well, oh, that was a, that was a fun conversation.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, John John here's from Missouri.
1: Oh, he is okay. Then never mind. I I don't know what <laughs> I'm talking yeah, about. It's <laughs> late. So anyway, folks, thank you guys. That was a great. That was That's fun. I'm like, season. thanks for bringing up this, this topic. This was, this was good. Blame it on Titans. Yep, blame it on Titans. And I, I will, actually. I totally will. Because fuck that show. Um, but anyway, so uh, we figure by the time we actually get around to recording again, it'll be the Christmas season. And uh, we've decided this time we're going to do a little bit of a ranking, which we're going to need your help with, as we always do when we do our rankings. We're going to celebrate the 12 specials of Christmas. So we're looking at the top six best and the top six worst (laughs) television Christmas specials ever. And I am throwing this out here right now. The Star Wars Holiday Special is not considered a Christmas special. First of all, it was released in November. And secondly, it's Wookiee Life Day, you Luddites. So I'm
2: <laughs> <laughs> not dealing with
1: it. I'm not dealing with it. It's it's low hanging fruit. It doesn't even factor into the conversation. So if you want to get in on this, obviously we'll be putting out our, our, our asks for it, especially when we start asking some of our friends for their full for their full twelve, because I really wanna see what I'm more actually interested in what you're going to pick for the worst because those are always more fun. You know, you're going to have your old standbys for the best, but the worst is going to be gold. But again, (laughs) the rules are they got to have been broadcast on television and they got to be specifically Christmas or, you know what, we'll say Christmas or Hanukkah. We'll be be inclusive here. Um, But, yep, six best, six worst. And you can let us know what your thoughts are on that at um, on Twitter at Geek Salad Radio, on Facebook at Geek Salad Podcast. And uh, you can even email us those at Geek Salad um, Radio at gmail.com. So, guys, anything I'm leaving out here? Are we, we good? We're ready to rock and roll before I start telling you where you can get more of our episodes? No, I haven't really it. All right, cool. So, anyway, you can check out our full archive wherever you got this podcast because. That's how that works. Um, <laughs> so thank you again for everybody who contributed. And until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. Go forth and be nerdful. Talk to you later.
2: bye Bye.